Hello, I'm Aaron Montes. This is KTEP News. Democratic members of Congress warned the standoff between the state of Texas and federal government over border enforcement could spark violence. As KTEP's Angela Kocherga reports, it comes ahead of so-called Take Back the Border rally scheduled this week. Four members of Congress joined a press call to discuss concerns about extremism. The Democrats said Texas Republican leaders repeatedly using the word invasion to describe the situation on the border could lead to vigilante violence. Congressman Joaquin Castro. So today we're here not as Democrats or politicians, but as people who care about the safety and security of the people of Texas and the border communities. To ask those who are stoking fear, resentment, hate, and who may ultimately be stoking violence to stop. Congresswoman Veronica Escobar says she's concerned the invasion rhetoric could have dangerous consequences ahead of Take Back Our Border rallies scheduled for this weekend. And I have some very significant fear for border communities and what will come as a result of that hate and that language. Extremist experts say some members of the small convoy headed to the Texas border for a rally are affiliated with hate groups. For KTEP News, I'm Angela Cocherga. And over the last six months, candidates running in the El Paso County Sheriff's Office primary race raised over $161,000. Five candidates in the Democratic primary raised nearly $155,000 compared to the $6,300 brought in by the lone Republican candidate, Minerva Shelton. Bobby Flores, Michael Gonzalez, Raul Mendiola, Oscar Ugarte, and Ryan Urrutia are competing for the Democratic nomination to take on Shelton in the general election this November. Flores, a retired sheriff's office assistant chief, recorded raising the most during the half-year period with $64,100. Urrutia, who is a commander in the sheriff's office, raised just over $52,000. Both also received a $5,000 check from the sheriff's union. Behind them, Constable Ugarte raised just over $30,000. Gonzalez, who has worked as a deputy and EPISD officer, raised $6,803. And former police officer and security guard Mendiola, $1,240. By far, Urrutia has much more money left in his war chest compared to his opponents with $83,419, having spent nearly $15,000 over the last six months. And a reminder, the last day to register to vote in the March primary is Monday, February 5th. Ahead of the primary, El Paso Matters has prepared a voter guide packed with information including key dates, details about the voting process, what's on the ballot, as well as candidate questionnaires. You'll find that and more at ElPasoMatters.org. In other news, an El Paso police officer was arrested on a theft charge, according to the El Paso Police Department. An announcement from the police said Officer Ruben Morales is being considered for termination after an investigation implicated him in a theft of money. EPPD alleges he removed cash left in a locked glove box while responding to a hit-and-run in northwest El Paso. And the U.S. Supreme Court will hear oral arguments this month in a legal challenge to Texas's social media censorship law, House Bill 20. Houston Public Media's Andrew Schneider says two technology trade groups argue the law, written to protect conservative voices on social media, violates their members' free speech rights. 
HB20 bars social media platforms with more than 50 million users from removing an account holder for, quote, viewpoint discrimination. Banned users can sue for reinstatement or have the Texas Attorney General sue on their behalf. These laws are unlawful because it constitutes a form of compelled speech. Matt Schruers heads the Computer and Communications Industry Association. Viewpoint neutrality laws such as these violate the First Amendment by compelling companies to leave content up that violates their terms of service that they have said is not appropriate for our community. The Supreme Court will hear arguments in the case on February 26th, along with a challenge to a similar Florida law. I'm Andrew Schneider in Houston. And a Dallas federal judge heard arguments Wednesday in a case that affects Central American children. Carrie Stella Chavez reports the judge is being asked to dismiss the case brought against the federal government by Texas and several other states. The program allows parents who are lawfully present in the U.S. to apply for their children in Guatemala, El Salvador, or Honduras to come here. Texas argues the program should be shut down because it costs the state money to educate them and provide health care. Attorneys representing six Central American parents in the U.S. say Texas is out of step with what the majority of the public favors. They also point to statistics that show immigrants contribute to the state's economy. U.S. District Judge Barbara Lynn did not make a decision on whether to dismiss the case. I'm Stella Chavez in Dallas. Thank you for listening. For KTEP News, I'm Aaron Montes.